It turns out you can't do math and listen to Ulysses. I thought she had like a mouth disease. Cite your masturbatory sources. I'm only holifying the holes even more. Why is he goo? <laughs> be ba do 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 children's jobs. Sushi Jack Knife. Sushi Jack Knife. Sushi Knife. Sushi Jack Knife. Sushi Jack you're exploding with flavor yeah i'm like a human gusher human gusher or some kind of cheeto no that's ridiculous no gushers explode cheetos don't explode imagine if gushers really did explode though In the mouths of children everywhere. Can you imagine if there was truth in advertising and the picture of the gusher on the package just shows goo slowly seeping out of (laughs) the side of it? Just the saddest blue goo. (laughs) Yet another thing we can rebrand. Gushers, seepers. Seepers. Truth in advertising. I'm pretty sure that was the generic gushers my parents used to buy. (laughs) It's either that or some off-brand of adult diaper. (laughs) (laughs) hey do me a favor yeah say the word logically logically illogical illogical perfect okay why are we doing that uh you'll find out in one two two weeks probably okay maybe three it's it's an idea i have i don't care for any of this i know you don't it's it's the way it is all right. Well, you don't like it when I keep things from you. No. I, well, I don't like surprises in general. <laughs> That's why when people were asking us if we were going to find out the gender of our baby, mm-hmm. I just laughed in their face because, of course, I'm going to find out the gender. I don't want to be surprised. I'm with you there. I want to know immediately. Right. Right. I, I, uh, I asked my wife what my birthday present was all the way up until my birthday, like for two weeks, asked her. Every day, because I wanted to know. I don't like surprises. <laughs> what was your birthday present, by the way? I I got one. It's you, irrelevant. You, you don't. You're not going to divulge what it was. No, it, it's an alarm clock. Oh, yeah. Doesn't sound. It's all an right, alarm so. clock I wanted. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, good. I wouldn't get an alarm clock I hate for right. my birthday. My wife wouldn't do that to me. She loves me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an adult gift. An alarm clock. Yeah, well, I only get adult gifts now. Really? Actually, it's hard for me to get gifts, period, because I realize the older I get, the less I want crap. Like, I just don't want anything. Yeah, I can relate to that for sure. There's, I've been doing, I've been doing a culling process uh, with, not so much with things, but with people in my life, Mm -hmm. just sort of one Mm -hmm. by one, leading them into a dark shed and, you know. No, no, seriously, though, I have been. <laughs> seriously, though, I have been. I've been murdering people. people. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I have been getting rid of stuff. I, I, I've been a, a Craigslist fiend. Like putting things on or, because you know, that makes it sound like you're accumulating more stuff, right? Yeah, you're right. I've been a, <laughs> what would you, I've, I've been like, I've been like a merchant in a, a medieval, mid-eastern bazaar. I've been shucking and jiving getting things out i'm i'm not gonna argue with the analogy okay 
I'm just having trouble figuring out where shucking and diving comes in. <laughs> I'm, I'm a musical merchant. <laughs> Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. That's that's what's happening now. Yep. Sushi Jackknife. Yep. That it's is this. The place, the audio occupying your neurons at o- the moment. Odds are you accidentally subscribed to our podcast at one point. Right. And accidentally let your podcast player continue playing without realizing it, mm-hmm. and it somehow just jumped over. Some kind of a loop. And now you're stuck listening to yeah. us. Yeah. Maybe you were listening to Studios 360, and somehow some internet error happened and you got us. Sushi Jackknife. Like Studio 360 mm-hmm. without any relevant content. Right. <laughs> Or knowledgeable hosts. Right. Just opinions. Yeah. Here. Well, we, 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 we <laughs> smatter. I wouldn't say we're an entirely opinion show, but we smatter opinions. I disagree. You disagree completely? Yeah. Is this entire show opinion? I just wanted to have an opinion about oh. what you were saying. Oh, we're doing that thing now. Nah. A little, little back and forth, as they call it in the mm-hmm. industry. No one calls it that. No? No. In the industry, they call them cigarette burns. Do you like Fight Club? Yeah. I, love, I haven't seen it in forever. Really? I think I saw that movie when I was maybe... I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Had to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like it came out in like 2000 or something like that. Yeah. Maybe totally changed my worldview, that movie. Because and, you were hoping that maybe Brad Pitt was your alter ego? Yeah. That Well, partly that. Yeah. 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 Or that yeah, I just had a lot of interest in soap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> did you read the book? Later I did. I saw the movie first. What did you think of the book? It's one of the rare cases where the movie is better than the book. I have never met a person who saw the movie mm-hmm. and read the book mm-hmm. and says the opposite. It's Every true. single it's person true. I've ever met goes, no, the book wasn't very good. I didn't think the, the movie was great. Yeah. I didn't think the book was bad. I just think the movie improved on the book. You would know. you think that if you had read the book first? I think I probably would. Okay. Yeah, actually. I mean, just some of it down to like the, you know, there's a point in the movie where they say, you know, like when a guy first starts coming to fight club, his, his ass is a wad of cookie dough or something like that. Mm-hmm. And by the end he's carved out of wood, okay. you know, a couple of weeks in he's carved out of wood. And in the book it says something like he's a, he's a slice of white bread. Okay. Cookie dough is just a better analogy well white you know bread I mean? is softer though yeah but it's something about the cookie dough you know cookie dough has says something about the indulgence of modern times and our culture i think you're reading far too much into that I, I think i'm looking at the metaphor in a deep and considered way i i think far too deep and considered <laughs> okay fine. also um what what kind of cookie dough i mean i'm picturing toll house what what other kind of cookie dough? So why can you do they have buy? lumps of chocolate in their butt? Don't we all? No. <laughs> Not me. No. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Not since I started using Doctor Bronner's. Mm-mm. That's what it says in all that tiny writing on the bottle. <laughs> we'll remove any lumps of cookie dough from your ass. I'm trying to decide which of the two I like better. Okay. Eh, it's a toss-up between cookie dough and a wad and of white bread. bread. Yeah. yeah, I think both have their purpose. I suppose as foods. Certainly. Well, no, in in the line, in the line, yeah, in the line. I think cookie does better. It's mm. just little things like that, little things where it was punched up. Like in the book, I think he meets Tyler Durden on a beach, you know, somewhere, right. and you know, in the in the film, he meets them on the airplane. 
And then he has that horrible sequence about the plane ripping apart and him hoping that the plane rips apart and a midair collision and all that. And uh, I don't know, it's just a more effective scene, you know? In the book, mm-hmm. does it still complete the line by comparing it to hardwood? I think so, if I remember. It's been a long time, but I think so. I think I'm going to side with the book on that one. You like the, the wad of white bread? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Because it's more differential. It's softer than cookie dough. Therefore, yeah. it's more differential than the wood. Fine. It's, fine. it's more opposite. More opposite than the mm-hmm. wood. I, I, yeah. I, I see your point. Yeah. I disagree. But I, see your I point. mean, cookie dough isn't <laughs> like wood. I will, right. I will say that for a fact. Yeah. Neither are really like wood. But white bread is softer than cookie dough. Therefore, Therefore. if we're going on a texture basis, okay, it is further than wood. I get it. Have you ever read any Chuck Palahniuk book? No. I really, I'm not interested. Okay. I really <laughs> like his writing. I haven't read one in years, but um, I read Choke. Which I understand became a movie, but I could never track it down. It's almost like it was a movie, and then it was gone. Like, it came out. Mm-hmm. And so no one liked it. I think it must have been terrible. Yeah. Um, but Choke was really good. Uh, one of other books. That might have been the only two books by him I've read. No. Um, there's a really good one called Lullaby. That one's worth checking out. It's a little different than his normal fare. Yeah. A little we'll different. See. I've got too long a list of books at this point. It's a long list. And then I, and it's happened again recently, I always end up with people going, you've got to read this book, and then handing me a book and thrusting a book at me. Yeah. So my list is always growing, Mm -hmm. because as soon as I knock one of those books off the list, two more have been thrust at me by someone. I hear you. It's like... It's like there's a weird cult in the world of people who read books. Right. And as soon as someone finds out you read books mm-hmm. or have even read a book. Yeah. Like, and by book, I mean not like a Kim Kardashian type of book or anything. Like, like an actual book. Wait, has Kim, Kim, Kim Kardashian written a book? Probably. Okay. She's done everything else. I guess you're right. And I doubt she has written it if she does. Right. Someone else wrote right. it. With and it's not such good. and such. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian with Michael Crichton. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it As soon as someone finds out you've read an actual novel in your adult life, mm-hmm. post school, everyone starts going, you're one of us. <sighs> I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. I think you're so right. Well, I think that, you know, maybe more than any other medium, when you read a book, you know, you're, you, you're, it's, it's all in your head. And, and so it's like this, it's this deep connection that you think you can have with other people if they just read the same thing that you've read, you know? Mm. I think so. I mean... I well, I also don't care about trying to connect with people. I know. Like that, so... <laughs> I know. You've reached I, that your quota. That doesn't relate to me. Yeah. You're, you've reached... I'm glad I stuck in right before you met your quota and the I, bell uh, went off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. We don't. We don't need to interact. Like me and people, <laughs> they can just leave me alone. If they want to know about the book I read, mm-hmm. they can ask me, and I'll give them bare minimum details. <laughs> okay. The, okay. The books I do like, um, I've realized I can't explain to anyone when they talk to me about them. Okay. So, like Slaughterhouse Five. Yes, I like that. I like that story. If you have to explain it to someone, 
it, it does not work. It's, no, that's very true. It's impossible. Yeah. You can try to explain it to them, mm. and then they um, they give you like this mouth half open, squinty eye look. Totally. It's kind of. And if you if you can't picture what I'm talking about right now, and you're listening, find a mirror. Mm-hmm. Close close your eyes halfway and open your mouth halfway. <laughs> I'm trying this as we speak. It's up without you, a mirror, and you know exactly what I'm talking. You need to furrow your brow a little bit too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Got it. Got it. There we go. Booyah. So there. Uh, I think I have to agree with you about this whole book thing because the same thing happens to me. Yeah. I don't know that I have the same negativity about it as you do, but (laughs) well, I I mean, it's not negativity, but it just turns into a chore. Yeah. It's an, it's It's like a lot. I don't, my, my book list at this point, because I have decided to go through the hundred top American novels. Oh, nice um, undertaking is now roughly assuming we aren't counting books that I've read in the past. Yeah. 99 books plus whatever people throw at me. <laughs> right. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you for undertaking that task. I'm, I mean, I personally would love a review of whatever you get through. I think that'd be cool. No. Because I've had the same idea. I've wanted to do the same thing. Well, you know that I I started, because you loaned it to me, Mm -hmm. uh, Ulysses. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot you have Ulysses. You know how well that went the first time I started? (laughs) I'm guessing you got about three or four pages in, and you were like, what the hell is this? I haven't even cracked open your copy. Okay. I had the bright idea. Right. Of getting an audio book. But the first time I got the audio book really didn't work. Yeah. Because it was a bunch of amateurs recording it, and they talked over each other and giggled. Oh, that's a bummer. You can't can't do that. Mm Mm-mm. The second time, got it from the library. I'm like, all right, listen to Ulysses while I work. It turns out you can't do math and listen to Ulysses. <laughs> Every time I tried to count something, I'm like, this isn't working. I right. don't know what's happening on right. one of these two things. Did they, did they have the, the, the thick Irish accents on the, in it uh, as well? No. No? It was straight English? Yeah. It okay. was just a, just a narrator. It is kind of indecipherable, though. I mean, it's one thing to try to read it. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. No, I, I'm going to... It, it's one I'm going to have to read. Right. Like, I couldn't... I couldn't sit down, for instance, and just listen to any Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. in that realm. You have to see words to comprehend what's happening, because right. otherwise you zone out for a second, and then you're like, I don't know what who yep. is that speaking. <clears throat> you have to have the ability to go back mm-hmm. quickly if mm-hmm. you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my experience with Ulysses was I was in a modern British literature class, and we didn't even read the whole thing. Yeah. Like, we were like, nah, the teacher's like, nah, fuck like the latter third of this. We're just, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make it all the way through. I might still have my notes like my, uh, no, I don't need your notes. Okay. I'm just saying it might be helpful. What, are you trying to give me cliff notes? To my, no, no, no. It's not cliff notes. It's my like, self-assigned homework. <laughs> there, <laughs> there's, um, 
No, there's, you know, it's such a layered work Mm -hmm. in many ways that um, my professor, she provided us with these, like, different guides, you know, to say, okay, here's one way of looking at how this is organized. Mm -hmm. Here's a second way. Yeah, I'm just saying. Not it. No, I don't don't need that. Okay, fine. I don't need more information than what's in the book. I understand. Um, I think the best tactic I'm going to have to finish this list is using it as bedtime stories for my child. <laughs> so, like, every night before my newborn child goes to bed, we'll read a section of, like, For Whom the Bell Tolls or something. Yeah, it's great. It's a great for idea. For Whom the Bell Tolls, The Bell Jar, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. other uplifting works of fiction. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. Of Mice and Men comes to mind. My kid's going to need so much therapy. <laughs> yeah, oh, so much therapy. <laughs> but be very literate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When your kid is born, yeah. if, de- depending on how many you get done, they're going to have a jump start on this list. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. Who knows? By the time you're, by the time our kids are older, we might be speaking Japanese or something in this country. Who knows? Well, no. We, who knows? We won't be speaking Japanese. Maybe just turning Japanese. I mean Chinese, maybe turning Japanese. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. I really think so. I don't understand what's. You don't remember that song? You know, I don't. Okay. (laughs) The only thing I know about this song, yeah, right, is that Tanay remembers the song. Okay, and you probably remember what turning Japanese means. No, it's a metaphor for masturbating. Turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. It's like one of those new wave classics. Now, very have odd. They confirmed that that's what it means, or have you I, assigned this meaning to this term? I personally have not assigned it. Mm-hmm. However, it's, uh, I mean, a cursory internet search will reveal that a lot of people say that's what it means. Well, a cursory internet search reveals a lot of things that aren't true all the time. You're though. right. You're right. You, I mean, it, but I think, I think it's worth. Recalling, is actually, it on, is it on Urban Dictionary? Might be. It's worth a look. It's worth a look. Turning because Japanese. They are not a, a valuable resource. For well, anything. okay, <laughs> I was about to look it up, but <laughs> um, I think I heard that originally from Nebraska Roy. I think he's the one that told me about turning Japanese. I want him to cite the sources. Okay, well, Nebraska I'm, Roy. Yep. Cite your masturbatory sources. <laughs> I'm sure he will respond. Yeah. Uh, speaking of him, by the way, and books, I had a long conversation with him uh, about books about a week or so ago. He's He was moving his family from Georgia to Utah. Mm-hmm. Fun endeavor. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we got into what he's been reading. He, he read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Have I told you this? No, but that doesn't surprise me. A lot of people have read this. Yeah, but he's very... He just seems very unlikely to. He's a very open minded cat. And you wouldn't, you know, it's uh, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. You wouldn't, ex- that's not the thing I would expect him to say. You're putting Nebraska Roy in a box. I'm not putting him in a box. He's I, my best friend. We've been friends for years. You're putting him <laughs> in a box, a, a bigoted box where he can't experience the culture of other people. Okay. Other groups. Okay. It's fair. Shame it's, on you. Shame on me. You're right. Um, I outcast now, myself. Now, if yeah. Nebraska Roy does not tell me where he got the information, <laughs> you can put him in all the boxes you want because he's dead to me. Okay. 
putting like one of those Russian boxes. It's mm-hmm. a box inside a box inside yeah. a box inside yeah. a box. Yeah. So he read that and he gave me a full report on that. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and now he's reading, I think he said he's reading King Solomon's Minds. Okay. So he's he's a diverse cat. I was very interested in what he had to say. Yeah. Very, very interested. The the autobiography of Malcolm X is, it's it's a little long. Have you read it? Most of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was required reading in school for me. Really? Yeah. Not us. Not us. Yeah. We we had, I believe that was sophomore year of high school. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think we were probably reading Great Expectations again. We it, it's a very it's a very <laughs> monumental work. I mean, it is sure. Gimmer County, Georgia, just recycled the same books every year because they couldn't yeah. afford anymore. N- not to mention, yeah. if a county in America is least likely to have people read the autobiography of Malcolm X in school, yes, yes. it was probably our county. Well, I mean, that's top like fifty. You have to count all the uh, sure, like Mississippi sure. and right Arkansas and Alabama. Well, we had. You know, we we could appear higher on another list. More likely to have KKK people holding up signs as your bus goes by. To a bus full of white kids, by the way. Man. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That's probably because someone mentioned that there is the autobiography of Malcolm X in the library. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. We did have a copy of Mein Kampf in our library. That... I recall. That's a little bit shocking. That was not required reading. Well, no, it's not required reading. Where is it required reading? (laughs) Hmm. Probably a few places. Yeah. Probably. Um, No. What was the county that you went to school? Gilmer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids, we're going to read my struggle. Wait a minute. This this is Mein Kampf. This is not... What are you talking about? This is by... Adolf Hilaire. What? Don't worry about it. Don't worry. (laughs) Just read. He's got some very important things to say. Read it and then read it again. I'm also going to give you the book on tape. I want you to listen to it nightly as you fall asleep. Oh, Oh, boy. So, um, more Nebraska Roy content. He's providing all kinds of content tonight. Yeah. Did you hear about this new Weezer record? Yeah. The White Album. Yeah. He he texted me yesterday and says, Weezer has a new album. And I said, what color? Half yeah. joking. Yeah. Half joking. He responds, white. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. I mean, it's called Weezer. Yeah. But the cover's white, right? Well, it's not perfectly white. It's not? No. Okay. There's a picture on it. Yeah, but it's like a whitish it's, it's picture. A, it's a white out picture. Okay. There Everything in the picture there is white. I mean, it's not a plain white cover. Given that they're Weezer, and given that they're known for having color albums, mm-hmm. it's a fair supposition to say yeah. it's the white album well, I mean, it's by Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, it's Weezer. It's Weezer's self-titled album. Yeah, another Weezer's one. fourth self-titled album. Right. So. Anyway, I always give their records a chance. Yeah. Always. Because, great band. Mm-hmm. Classic band. Um, but, I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard it. However, I have heard good reviews. Really? You have heard good reviews? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I wonder if they're going to do like a classic kind of Weezer record or if they're going to do something different. I don't. It depends on what you define as a classic Weezer record. What, because they've done different-ish things? Yeah, they've done many different things. I guess so. But, you know, like kind of the big 
you know, big sort of poppy rock song is what I think of. Well, I mean, that's as all doing. of their records. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, they could take they could take a left turn and do something really out there. You know, they're not going to do that. Okay, they're too settled into their ways now. You think? Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Their last three albums have been just rehashing the same type of stuff over and over and over. They're very set in their ways. I suppose that could be the truth, yeah. If Rivers wants to do anything creative, he does it on his own now. Yeah. And releases it as his little secret whatever tapes they are. I can't think what what the name is. All the solo things he's released. I know what you're talking about. I remember reading an interview with him some years ago where it was during that period when he was writing a song a day, mm-hmm. and um, he was talking about trying to figure out the perfect combination of substances to have in your body to write a great pop song. Yeah. And I think I think he said something like, you know, a few shots of tequila and Percocet <laughs> or um, something like that was the answer. So, Have you listened to the WTF with him on it? Mm-mm. This is not a pitch for Mark Maron's podcast. Do not change podcasts that you're currently listening to. Right. Mark Maron's podcast is garbage. Mark Maron, if you're listening, I don't mean that. It's very good. <laughs> maybe if you maybe if you're all caught up on WTF, we're a great 30th choice. Mhm. Yeah. Um but we should be ahead of WTF cuz it's garbage. I don't mean that. He doesn't mean that. Mark, I don't mean it. <laughs> he loves you, Mark. WTF is so much better. It's not any better. It's it's a great show. I mean, it's worlds away from us. Anywho, yeah, Rivers was on an episode, and um, he was talking about his mental breakdown that he had. Yeah, what happened during that whole thing was he was determined to write the perfect pop song, right? And it was just notebook after notebook after notebook after notebook of like constant writing he had done trying to figure out. The perfect pop song. Wow. So you can't do it, is is the lesson here. There's right. no perfect pop song. Right. If you're thinking about writing it, give it up. It doesn't, I mean, it's not even a, you know, it's all subjective anyway, so. You're going to waste so many years yeah. of your life. And knowing him, he was going at it through a weirdly scientific process, too, of going, well, the human body reacts to this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he, he's that guy. Like down to BPM yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, is it 120 or is it 120.3? Yeah, yeah. Right. If, that kind of if we get down to 119, no one likes that. It's got to right. be 120 plus. Granular. You got really granular mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. yeah, that's not the way to approach art, really, most of the time. Yeah. I mean... You mean a scientific process isn't... <laughs> right. Generally... <laughs> No, art and science can go together and have, you know, they can hold hands and skip through the tulips if they want and come mm-hmm. up with some cool stuff. But uh, I don't know if you're just, if you're focusing on making art and you're approaching it scientifically. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, what do you, what's a perfect pop song? Can you think of one? Well, no, because Rivers never wrote it. <laughs> right. Obviously. I, I mean, I would say. I mean, there's probably a bajillion Beatles songs that you could nominate for a near, let's say, near perfect pop song. You know, but at the time it wasn't because they sure. were shirking all of the pop sensibility of the time. Yeah, so it's only maybe it's only in retrospect. Yeah, that we think that way. Oh, mm-hmm. very good, sir. Yeah, top so, marks, top marks. So I think we can all agree the only person who's ever written the perfect pop song is Kesha. Yeah, 
That's I, the lesson of this. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when that song came out. I thought she had like a mouth disease because of the way she was singing. I remember when that song came out and people told me the lyrics and I thought they were joking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's real. It actually kind of grew on me though over time. Yeah. Well, that makes exactly one of us. The mouth disease. Yeah. Not the song. Oh. Yeah. That got within 4,000 yards of her and it traveled. It happens. It, you know. It's a projectile disease. Right. Right. Speaking of projectiles, I've been working my way through the uh, John Carpenter uh, catalog of films, which is interesting because I'm terrified by horror movies, as previously established. Right. So last night I watched Prince of Darkness, which was great. Don't know it. Well... Do you want a brief synopsis? I don't really care. (laughs) All right. This is going to be one of those conversations (laughs) where I have literally nothing to chime in on except... I don't care. Okay, fine. So go ahead. Probably not your thing. No, definitely not my thing. I don't like horror movies. No, I know know this. I know this. And I I don't... I've always said that I don't, but I'm telling you, in recent years, I've at least had the desire to watch some. Yeah, but they scare you. They do. It's, they don't scare me. It's a weird thing. Not, the horror movies I have seen, none of them have ever scared me. So I lose the effect that they're going for on the movie. You're just, you're, you're, well, you're probably, I'm sure you're more logical than I am. I'm sitting there going, <laughs> well, this is a movie. That's not real. Right. That person didn't really die. That's not happening. Look, it's a, it's a head laying there. Nah, it's not real. That head wasn't really laying It's a cello there. head. Yeah. Nothing but a gelatinous jello head. Yeah, I'm too logical for it. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. It's so yeah. Prince of Darkness. A uh, lot of great people in it. A lot of people he's used before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, basic premise is there is a secret sect of Catholic priests. We're already talking classic horror type setup here, and uh, they've been guarding a secret forever. The last one of them, who's been the keeper of the secret, dies. Um, yeah. Can I guess what the secret was? What's the secret? Go Molestation. Nope. Uh, that's a good guess, though. Yeah. That was a, that's that's a solid the real-life example. Yeah. Go ahead. That's not so secret a secret anymore. No. They didn't keep the secret very well. No, apparently not. <laughs> um, so the secret, as it turns out, is that... Uh, they have the, not Satan, but the son of Satan, who is a kind of liquidy ooze form, uh, trapped in a canister in the basement of a church in California. Okay. Uh, you're giving me a look like this is the, maybe the most far-fetched thing you've ever heard in your life. And you have a point. Now, wait a second. Why is he goo? I don't know, because he's captured. He's trapped. That doesn't explain. He's some why sort of. Goo. I, you're right. He's some sort of ectoplasmic goo. St- I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So he's in this big canister. It's the son of the devil. So okay. they have him trapped. Right. Why is that a secret? Shouldn't they just have a press conference going, "Good news, everybody in the world"? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Another. You know, I need. To, it, it deserves a second viewing. I'm not sure why they couldn't tell anyone. I don't know. It doesn't sound like it deserves a first viewing. <laughs> it was great. Um, so this priest dies. Uh, there's a another priest. Um, 
who's you know told about his death he finds his diary he finds his key his key goes to this church he opens this big metal door walks down all these stairs and finds the goo canister okay okay he doesn't feel like he can handle this on his own so he calls in a uh, theoretical physicist guy to get another I, I know another jump it is it is now that i'm telling you about it i'm seeing all this didn't they're see not it's... even plot holes they're just like how should we get a theoretical physicist involved in that ah, just bring him in whatever yeah uh, yeah well he's some sort of he's like a pseudo spiritualist yeah slash physicist sure yeah, as they all are as they are so <laughs> he comes in he brings his team of uh the physicist brings his team of grad students they set up all this equipment and gradually they're all taken over by the ooze and Da, 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 da. I don't want to give the whole movie away in case anyone wants to watch it after this, uh, you know, overly positive review. Um, anyway, I say all that to say one of the most shocking scenes is when the first person gets gooified. Basically, the stuff has been leaking out of the canister and it collects on the ceiling. And this girl is down there and she looks up in this pool of stuff sprays like a seltzer water into her throat and then she she makes this horrible you know choking sound and then she's a a zombie person working for the son of satan so it's a it's a different it's a different movie i liked it a lot i mean who did satan mate with to have a son i don't know that was never explained and why is the son like is the son innately liquid Maybe because it sounds like they let the sun out, but he was still a liquid. He yeah, he never he never formed a body. What color is the liquid son of Satan? It's kind of clearish green. Okay, yeah. So it, it's like ectoplasm. It's kind of like ectoplasm. Yeah. So Ghostbusters was really ahead of its time. No, no, they were <laughs> finding the son of Satan. Maybe, maybe that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the oh, you know, Ghostbusters two with that oozy stuff really freaked me out as a kid. Is that Ghostbusters too? Yeah, shocking. The things that I got freaked uh, out. I as, believe right so. Kid, yes, as a kid. Yeah, that stuff really freaked me out. And mm-hmm. then the guy that comes out of the painting and all that. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Now, um, this movie. What would you rate it? Prince of Darkness. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a rating system. I, I out liked of ten. It. <clears throat> you ten, have to give it ten a number. being the best. Yeah. Uh, One being, this is garbage. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd probably give it. a seven i liked it a lot um as i have not seen the movie Mm -hmm. i am going to be reviewing your movie review okay great four (laughs) i feel like you rated the movie too high therefore i knew you would say that yeah i'm reviewing your review as a four you can review my review but uh, it's not the worst no 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 i think if you saw it it might uh might fill in a lot of Mm -hmm. the holes that i'm I'm only holifying the holes even more. I don't know. Horror movies tend to just go, there's a hole. Eh, we'll just ignore that. Hey, gonna, look at this thing that jumps out. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're going to jump over that hole mm-hmm. and into this knife. Uh, you do get to see Alice Cooper be a Satan-possessed uh, schizophrenic murderer, which was fun. He's very good at it, as you might imagine. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll bump your review up to a five. Thanks. Oh, someone gets impaled with a half of a bicycle. That seems impractical. Back to four. 
<laughs> it actually was very practical because he used the back wheel mm-hmm. to support it like a lance, and then he just shoved it into the guy. Which part? Which so he, part went into the guy? Well, it was like half of it. So it's like the, the frame was like sharpened to a point. But there was but the back there was wheel. multiple bars to a frame. Well, the, well, there was. It was like the, it had come together. You know what I mean? It was like the multiple bars were welded together. Why? How did that? Happen? You're really poking holes in this movie for me. I am. <laughs> Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance plays the priest, who's very good. I don't know who that is. He was um, Blofeld in You Only Live Twice. Don't know James movie. Bond movie. Really good. Blofeld is the classic James Bond villain. He's the bald guy. He's the guy that Dr. Evil is based off of. In fact, Donald Pleasance's representation of Blofeld is probably the one he's based off of the most. Gonna be honest with you right now? Yeah. Didn't know Dr. Evil was based off a Bond villain. Really? I haven't watched the Bond movies, and I think I've only seen one of the Austin Powers movies. Did you think that Austin Powers was based off of James Bond? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. I but mean, you, not really. Not directly. Not directly, but international He's, spy person. Yeah. Yeah, British. Sure. But, yeah, I mean... You see the connections. Yeah. But you didn't well, realize... I see that that's a connection. Okay. But you didn't realize that... Do you know how many Bond villains I know? Zero. I know the one who has the metal teeth. Jaws. Yeah. And that's just because I watched a Bond movie with him in it and went, well, that's ridiculous. How did he get metal teeth, and why does that make him more powerful? He would still have the same jaw strength. He'd just have sharper teeth. I think that the na- that, that his name is Jaws implies that there's some sort of me- mechanism in his jaw as well. They didn't well. say that. They didn't in the have movie, to. They didn't have to. In the movie I, I watched. You need everything to be explained. Yeah. I don't. I want them to not just assume that mm-hmm. people are going to connect the dots. They have to make the dots connect. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's part of their job. I don't know that they do. That's part of their job. I disagree. What is their job, then? Just tell a good story. And for the story, (laughs) you need to have the background. And if the background does not adequately define the story that's ahead, then you didn't do your job. I knew I was going to upset you, and that's why I said that. I wanted to upset you. It doesn't upset me. What upsets me are these lazy filmmakers... (laughs) That make every James Bond movie. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about some of the recent ones. Some of the, the recent ones were really high quality. I watched Casino Royale. Did you I like Casino Royale? Yeah. I don't remember Casino the villain Royale. in it. Uh, was, was that the same guy? Was that no. Blowhard or whatever you said his name was? Uh, yeah, Blowhard. No, it wasn't Blowhard. Yeah. Yeah. Blowhard? Blofeld. <laughs> <sighs> Ernst? Stavro Blofeld. That was a big deal about Spectre is that they got Blofeld back. They had this legal battle between uh, Ian Fleming who created James Bond and someone else who he gave a writing credit to once. Uh, They had a big legal battle about who owned Blofeld so they just got him back after not having him since maybe like the late 60s Mm -hmm. or the early 70s something like that. So yeah. That's why you know that was the thing about this, the recent one. Oh, good. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to be a fan of these things to care. I, I guess. Yeah, you do. Why would you? I'm never at any point in time going to care then. That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to care. <laughs> I'm just telling you why I, I and others care. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that you and others are wrong to care. Sure. 
But I mean, you really shouldn't. There, there are better things to care about. <laughs> Much better. Okay. Speaking of which, the Royals started their season you know, oh, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So. How'd that go? They won. Really? Yeah. who they play? The Mets, again. What, what do you mean, again? Well, that's who they beat in the World Series. Oh, interesting. So they played them again. They beat them again. Sometimes. Is that how that works? No. Okay, that's just by that's chance. That's the first time that's ever happened. Really? Ever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They make the schedule way before the season ends. Okay. So it would have been cool for the Mets if they had won. They're not as cool if they had won the World Series, but... Why, why would that be cool for them? Just like, hey, fuck you guys, like... Yeah, yeah. But they didn't. I know, but... Because they're not as good a team. Okay, fine. They did win today. That's... I understand. But they didn't win then. When they was this to, game? This game was today? No, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. The second game was today. Ah. So the Mets had to go to Kansas City and watch Kansas City celebrate that they won a World Series uh-huh. and put up their pennant... And all the Kansas City players receive awards, and they just had to stand there and watch. (laughs) Did you have some pleasure in that? Yeah. Yeah. You sound like it. A lot. Yeah. 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 How's that feel? I mean, probably not as good as it felt for the players that got to point and laugh at them. (laughs) I'm sure they didn't actually do that. Hmm. However. Maybe. What what in your life approximates how you felt? Like, what's a comparison to... To that feeling. Is there anything in your life that makes you feel like that? Besides that? Mm, fresh chocolate cake. Okay. That's about it. And it's not German chocolate. Yeah, we've established that you don't like German chocolate. Well, I mean, it's ruining a good chocolate cake. With the, with the what is it, walnuts? Yeah. Is that what's in there? It's got like coconut and stuff. Yeah, and there's coconut. Mm. Yeah, that's true. What are they Just, thinking? Huh. Who is there anyone in the world who really loves like the shaved dried coconut? I think there are. I think there are plenty of people that do. Who? I don't know, but they're out who there. Who are these people? I think for a certain generation, that was the equivalent of, you know, like white chocolate. You mean a lesser candy? No. <laughs> or like 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 not white chocolate. It was like their lint truffle. How about that? For another generation, because that was the coconut is a tropical item. Coconut is like mm-hmm. this special thing. Well, not now, but it was. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I was I was discussing this this last week with my wife because we went to the store and at the register they have all the candy. Right. I, this is at Home Depot, mind you. Okay. They have all the candy. I don't know why they sell candy at Home Depot. It makes no sense. That's we're getting past that and we're moving on. They had Snickers. They had Hershey's. They had Reese's. Mm-hmm. They had Kit Kat. They had Payday. Now we're getting to questionable candy. <laughs> and they had a Mounds Bar. Yeah. So my question was, and I'll ask you the same question. How many people go up there and they look at the entire list of candies that are there? Right. And choose a Mounds Bar? Not many. The percentages are probably pretty low. Mounds bars are, it's like Almond Joy. Right. But they went, hey, what's the part people like about Almond Joy? Almond, let's get rid of that. Let's just put that goo in there. When you remove the almond from an Almond Joy, you remove the joy and you're just left with a mound. Yeah. 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 Just a mound. Yeah. 
I, it was easily at the bottom of the list of candies I would buy at Home Depot. Yeah. So I wrote a letter to their... I didn't really... No, uh, I don't. I didn't see you doing a letter that. To the the effort involved yeah. is not really... Dear Home Depot. Right. <laughs> I was offended, shocked, and appalled to find a Mounds bar mm-hmm. as I was buying a sack of nails the other day. Why don't you just put Almond Joy out there? At least go all the way. Instead of halfway. Ugh. Yeah, I wonder how the the P- Peter Pan company is who makes the Almond Joy. And the Why do you metals. know that? I just, I don't know, I store things away. Why? Why? I'm an info. Do they make other candy? I'm an info gerbil. I just stuff it back there somewhere. And do they make other candy? No, not that I know of. So they make... Peanut butter. Peanut butter and... No, the... it's, not, it's not the same people. Oh. I don't know. I don't think it's the same company. So this is just one company yep. who's decided, hey, you know all those good candy bars in the world? Screw them. We're going to make the worst candy bar in the world. Well, someone has to be there so that Reese's and Snickers can go closer to the top. Right. You know? It just makes Reese's look so much better. Oh, it does. I should do a social experiment at work. Okay. I should buy a bunch of Almond Joys, or oh, Mount, even better, Mounds Bars, Yeah, and a bunch of Reese's Cups, and I should set them out on the break room table <laughs> Yes, and see which ones go away first. I like it. Spoiler alert, it's the Reese's. I don't even have to do the experiment. No, you don't have to do the experiment at all. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Interesting follow-up experiment, maybe something you could run in parallel, mm-hmm. is you could photograph who takes the Mounds Bars. Well... And further study them. I have a whole um, whole series of experiments I'd really like to All run right. with a break room at work. Spill. Well, they... So, whenever food is put out in our break room, and I'm sure this is every break room in America, it's just like the, the vultures descend mm-hmm. on the food. It will be out on the table for 30 seconds and all of a sudden I'll glance up towards the break room which I can see from my desk and there will just be 30 people in there. <laughs> so the main one I'd like to do is just get gradually worse and worse foods I like it. to see where the line is yeah. for people getting excited. So start out with like cupcakes and then just get down to like crudite platter <laughs> just crudite out there yeah are people going ooh celery and then running into the break room or is that is that too far i yeah i think you should throw you if you're gonna do this yeah now i support you doing this fully mm-hmm. you should put some interesting bits in between right you know some things that there are some pretty strong dividing lines over just to get the feel for your office. Okay. Like a plate full of black licorice. Only a few people are going to go for that. That's true. Probably. But it would be interesting to note who those people are. I See, I would agree with you, except for the time I took caramels. Yes. In they were gone by 9.30 a.m. What? You go to work at 8? Uh, at that point, I was going to work at 9. In half an hour? In half an hour, all an the entire jar of caramels were gone. What? Are these just the ones that are wrapped in the stupid mm-hmm. little cellophane that yeah. always gets stuck on itself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. They will eat anything. These people... You know, it, okay. Is your work environment, would you call it depressing? 
I mean, it depends on your definition of depressing. Is it more depressing than an average job? No. Okay. I mean, we okay. don't, like, work in a basement. There's not, like, a trickle coming from the ceiling? Yeah. With, like, a rat? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's not someone walking around with a whip. There, you know. It's some, just a job. Some guy keeps going on about his red stapler. Yeah. 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 It is less depressing than office space. Okay. Slightly. All right. Slightly? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe that's the source then, because, you know, a little bit of free sugar, you know? Well, it doesn't have to be sugar, though. Well, whatever. A little bit of free anything. A little bit of free snack. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, not only does it get you away from your desk for a reason that the group will agree on, well, but, you know... You can get away from your desk whenever a, you want. It's a little treat. You can? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't work on a slave ship. <laughs> I'm just saying... You're like, not shackled to your But if your you're away from your seat. desk too much, you know... Well, I mean, you have to do your job. Right. This is what I'm saying. If you're away from your desk all the time... Right. You're not going to do your job. Correct. Correct. But we're adults. They assume that we're going to get our stuff done. Okay. All right. That's what happens when you employ adults. That's not my, not been my experience everywhere I've worked. You must have worked at children's jobs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> be be do 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 children's jobs. Yeah. Sounds like a Nat Geo program. Kids with jobs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> little, Kid jobs. Little Johnny has to pack crayons all day. It, um, inevitably, that show would just end up following a bunch of Korean kids. Oh, around. God. It's loosely, you know, they did so well with docs with jobs. They're like, mm-hmm. what else are cute? Yeah. Children. <laughs> Kids with jobs. Little Beyond goes to work and puts together your iPhone. God. He's being slowly poisoned mm-hmm. by the air. Yeah. The air, the inescapable air. Enjoy your Angry Birds, America. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it is horrible. When all that Foxconn stuff started coming out. Yeah several years ago and people were jumping off the factories and stuff. I mean, I don't know what the state of things is now. I heard that Apple did some things to turn it around, but yeah, man, what a thing. You know what, what I think is actually very funny about the whole thing. What? Not the actual act. Suicides and the tortures and that kind of thing. What I find funny about the whole thing is the people who are always like apple religious right people right are the ones who would be going well i buy fair trade coffee yes and then it turns out <laughs> that's right that's right that's right that people are suffering vindicated i don't need an apple product deal with that <laughs> <laughs> Deal with that coffee shop jerk. I mean, to be fair, it's probably like every device. Like, I'm sure yeah. that, you know, it's not just Apple products. No. Because all that stuff is made in China and it's all toxic yeah. shit, you yeah. know. So, but uh, Apple's not better. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's what you're saying. Apple's not better. Yeah. You win. You want a little. I, hey, I'm fine with that. I use Apple stuff, but I'm not like an Apple. No, you're not. Cult of Apple person. No, you're not you know? the person who goes. Wait, the new iPhone is coming out? Ooh. I'm going to have to have the iPhone. Yeah. I have, uh, well, Everett at work is oh, one of Everett. these people. And for Christmas, all he wanted was an Apple Watch. Do you know why he wanted the Apple Watch? I can't imagine. Because it's the Apple Watch. Right. That is the only reason. Yeah, it's... 
What a short, that was pretty short-lived too, wasn't it? The, the uh, Apple Watch? Most people seem sort of frustrated by them. I mean, people still use them. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of folks with them. Well, they were late to the game. Yeah. Other people had already done the, the smart watch thing? watches. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Samsung had had one out for like a year and a half. I wasn't keeping up with this. So, it's old news now. Seems inconvenient to me. What when you when you think about having it. a watch? Well, no, but having a watch that's I mean, I guess the supposition is that you're going to still have a phone and yeah. have the watch. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. It's I, I kind of get it. I it's not inconvenient, it's just not more convenient. Yeah. They try to make it look like it's more convenient. Yeah. But have you really ever gone, oh, I've got a text message. I have to reach into my pocket. Right. Oh. Precisely. It's not that's not a struggle I have. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Not at all. What is that notification? <laughs> Do you remember this television show, Reboot? Yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah. I feel like that's what the smartphone is. It's mm-hmm. it's the th- Remember the thing that the guy had in Reboot? For people who don't know this slightly obscure television show from the 90s, this was like a pretty early computer graphic it was CG a, show. Uh, it was a Canadian... CG, oh yeah, I didn't know that. CG animated show that, um, oddly enough, has like a very deep following. It does, yeah, because people have assigned like a whole lot of deep meaning to it. I I went on Wikipedia spiral. Really? Yeah. So it's like it's like the Ulysses of CG kids TV from the nineties. Exactly. Got it. But the cool thing to me, the thing that fascinated me about that show is the main character, who I name I don't remember, he had this watch that could like transform into anything he mm-hmm. needed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I need a flashlight. I've got a flashlight. I need a screwdriver. I need a, I don't know. Well, it was essentially he had Inspector Gadget right. strapped to his arm. Right. But just the one thing. Yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah, it was just right there. But that's kind of that's kind of what the smartphone is to me. It's at least the closest thing we have now. You can't turn it into a screwdriver, not yet. But you doggone can. You got a light on there, and you can track there, your steps and get the weather. And is there a light on it? Yeah, there's a light on. It. There's a flashlight on it. And I also I will say this about the smartwatch. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really funny that people buy it for uh, nutrition tracking. Because you know what what they're using on there? What a pedometer. <laughs> they're using something that I I know have been around for decades, ages, ages. decades. Yeah. Um, but now it's digital, so it's right. There's a brontosaurus pretty. that had a pedometer. I I remember we used a pedometer in elementary school for something. <laughs> Probably, so, probably some contest where you got a cake at the end. Yeah. So, Good job, Timmy. Enjoy your $250 Apple Watch. Right. No, there's not a light on the watch. There's uh, a light on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That, I mean, maybe there's a light on the watch. That'd be kind of useful, actually. That that would actually be the best use. Hands-free. For it that I have, I've heard yet. Yeah. I can't wait till they get the Apple headband. Just straps to your head like one of those lamps. Yeah. And then, you know. You know, they're working on um, the Apple chip yeah, that just plugs directly into your brain. Sounds about right. And yeah. then if you need to check the weather, you just think weather, and it shows up in, in, your, uh, in your retina in your display. Eye. Yeah. So. That sounds about right. 
It's pretty cool. And, you know, then we can all be connected to the orchard. Mm-hmm. I, my wife, my wife has a MacBook, an iPhone, and an iPad. Sometimes I'll catch her using all three simultaneously. And in that moment, I'm like, oh, you're in the orchard. Yeah. Because she's got all of her Apple products right there in front of her. She's just traipsing through the orchard. If I ever, in some way, become rich, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to buy her a gift, but it's going to be Android. I like it. And then it's just going to throw <laughs> her world out of orbit. Nothing will talk to anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not communicating. <laughs> it's isolated from everything else. <laughs> it's outside the orchard. How do I get iTunes on this? No. <laughs> Someone really needs to come up with a phone company called Orange. <laughs> I, I'd like Kiwis. Kiwis would be all right. I'd use a Kiwi. Fuzzy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be an adorable phone. I heard about this British guy, this was a decade ago now, who came up with a cell phone. This would be like a Nokia-style cell phone. Oh, yeah. He came up with one that was totally biodegradable. So when you were done with it, if it broke or whatever, you could you could put it in a pot, pour water on it. There was mm-hmm. a seed inside, and a sunflower would grow. Now that, to me... Sounds like a pretty pretty awesome product. So how'd that go? I mean, I think they sold like five. Yeah, that, yeah, that seems that right. Was it. Yeah, probably couldn't play Snake on it. <laughs> That's all anyone wanted off those phones. Sunflower to play phone. Snake. I kept my old Nokia for a time period because I wanted to play Snake. Everyone wanted to play Snake. What is it about Snake? My mom, when she got her first cell phone, uh, as a child. All I wanted to do was play Snake. We'd be in church, and I'd be like, Can I play Snake? I want to play Snake. Can I play Snake? And eventually she'd just go, fine, be quiet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just shut up. (laughs) Snake pretty quickly entered the the pantheon of computer games Mm -hmm. with Solitaire and... my, what is it? Minesweep? Yeah. And, uh, Minesweep. I was terrible at Minesweep. Well, you don't have the patience for it. I don't. You're right. You got you to gotta have a puzzling mind um, and a patient attitude. Don't don't have either. None of it. And I, I, I'm proud to say I have beaten that game a handful of times. <laughs> I mean, that's all that anyone's beaten it. Yeah. You know, you put that in front of, you know, uh, the IBM supercomputer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he beats it maybe 30 times. I mean, times. it's very logical. Yeah. The issue is you get to a point where it's like, there are two answers here, and inevitably you always pick the wrong one. That's right. The same thing happens in Solitaire, I found out. Yeah. But you just, it happens earlier in the game, and you don't know the effects until later. Yeah. It's like, oh, I needed the five of hearts. I guess it's under there. Mm. I'm screwed. That is the benefit to playing with real cards. You can True. cheat all you want. That's right. You can cheat all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I took this one now. <laughs> my grandmother, God rest her soul, mm-hmm. my mom's mom, was a solitaire fanatic, and she would play a lot. She played a lot of card games with me. She played mostly Go Fish, but like, we played a lot of Go Fish. And when I wasn't playing with her, she was just chilling out. She'd play solitaire. And if, and I don't know if this is a common thing, but when she would lose, she'd say, oh, Saul got that one. As if Saul, S-O-L, was a character. Never heard that in my in, life. In the game? Like, oh, Saul got that one. 
that doesn't sound real yeah i know but it was it's like she created this little universe where she was playing against someone well, good for her that's what i'm saying it's yeah. creative um but she cheated all the time and she'd do that cute grandma thing where, you know if i caught her cheating she'd be like <laughs> you know what i mean she'd just smile at me with this big smile and i'm yeah. like i don't care grandma yeah my morals are being learned from you also i mean it's solitaire <laughs> it's solitaire cheat, cheat all you want exactly <laughs> it's not like you're committing a war crime here yeah Just take whatever cards you want yeah i realized i missed her a while back because I, I think i told you this i bought a pack of cards and i bought the same kind that she always had the blue bicycle cards yeah. and i think the reason i bought them is because i missed her Plus, the blue bicycles are the best bicycles. They're pretty good. They're air cushioned. Did you know that? They're I didn't. Air. I didn't know there was a reason. That's they were blue versus the red ones. I think. They, I think they spray them with like a Scotch Guard mm-hmm. material that probably comes off and gets into your skin, gives you cancer. Sounds but, great. Yeah, but they are very smooth. Yeah, they're smooth to deal. That's what I'm talking about right I'm there. I'm telling you, you need a smooth dealing. You want those cancer cards? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you know the black and mild cigars? Yeah. People, um, people call the wrapper of those cancer paper, and I'm sure that's there's a good reason for that. You ever look closely at a black and mild? Who who is people in this scenario? Uh, someone on Wikipedia. I was googling. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. It looks like it looks like little bits of God knows what. Like, well, that sounds right. Yeah. And so people have come to call it cancer paper. You, you you know how people will take a cheap cigar, knock out the insides, and put marijuana in it and smoke it. Are you? They su- do what? You're surprised by that? Are yes. you? Yes. Yes. Now wait. They put illicit drugs. They do. Inside of a legitimate product. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. I've listened to rap music. Of course. I know how it works. <laughs> a blunt. That's yeah. a blunt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, um, it's particularly in the act of making a black and mild into a blunt, people will uh, will talk about the cancer paper. Now they, they're a little worried about smoking. But not worried enough to stop doing it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, um, from what I know, uh, in the hip-hop world, mm-hmm. predominantly, it's more uh, Swisher Sweets. Yes, that they use swisher sweets and uh oh gosh what's the other thing those those there's like a grape flavored cigar no there's like an owl i think they're called owl or something like that, that. sounds there's, like a it's thing. another cheap cigar yeah. they have different flavors i don't know why grape comes to mind but that's just one that they have but yeah swisher sweets definitely yeah. yeah yeah i know that because lil wayne told me oh he did yeah yeah not i wasn't listening to a lil wayne song he was on someone else's song so oh I thought you meant that he personally told you no, about no, it. No, I wish. Nay, that is wheezy. It would be kind of cool <laughs> to accidentally end up being friends with Lil Wayne. Yeah. It would be a weird experience. It would. I mean, Even if it was a short-lived friendship, like we were camp friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pen pals. <Yeah. laughs> Lil Wayne and I go to summer camp together. Right. <laughs> And we're camp friends. I like to think that you would send him these nice letters written on this really, this incredible thick stationery with, yeah. with a with a calligraphy pen. Yeah. And he'd send you a box, a beat up box of just weird shit. That's like just weird random shit, like like some rabbit fur, mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, a, a box of Tic Tacs. That seems half, half empty. And a shoelace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, on my letters, they would always be addressed, Dear Wheezy. Yes. <laughs> Your loving pal, Nathan. Yes. You'd include a picture mm-hmm. from school. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Uh, I like the way this is going. Unfortunately, they don't have adult summer camps. So I don't know that the, this is ever going to happen, as well, both of us are full-grown adults now. I mean, all we have to do is invent some sort of time mm-hmm. age reduction ray. Yeah. You know? Maybe to get this dream to come true, maybe there will be like a hip-hop fantasy camp. Like, baseball yes. teams always have yes. fantasy camps for people who have too much money. And they're like, you can come do spring training, which basically what they're saying is, hey— Give us a bunch of money. We'll let you hold a bat and then throw baseballs at you right. for 30 minutes. <laughs> we'll humor you. And <laughs> thank you for your $3,000. Right. For a predetermined right. amount of time each day, mm-hmm. you will be tolerated. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if there's a hip-hop fantasy camp, maybe I can become best friends with Lil Wayne there. I think that's a capital idea. Yeah. So I mean, I'll have to look into that. I'm probably not going to look into that. <laughs> I can't imagine something more disorganized and <laughs> insane than hip hop fantasy camp. <laughs> I mean, now it would actually be tamer. Yeah. You know, if you, if you did it during the height of mm-hmm. gangster rap, yeah. well, it would the, be a different story. There'd be a lot of target practice. Yeah. On live targets. And now it would... <laughs> Mostly just be using a lot of drugs. Yeah. Just a lot of drugs. Right. Um, yeah. And then if Drake is there, singing instead yeah. of rapping. Right. Srapping. Mm. Yeah. 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 Being Canadian. I forget that he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Him, Ted Cruz. Reboot. N- reboot. Mm-hmm. Nickelback. I like knowing that Reboot, by the way, is Canadian. Because saying Reboot... Canadian makes it way more fun. It really does. Oh, reboot. Reboot. Oh, man. Reboot. Reboot's on the TV. Did you know if you put on moving pictures by Rush and reboot? <laughs> I can't do a Canadian accent, but they'll sync up. <laughs> hey, you hoser. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, by the way. Point. Yeah. Ding. Oh, thanks. Oh, good. Thank you. Another thing that Nebraska Roy sent me this week. Yeah. A video of Nickelback playing in, I think it was Spain or maybe Portugal. Mm. People were throwing rocks at them. You know, it's worth reporting. And I don't know which country this was, but they deserve to rule the world. Yeah. They, they're they the only ones who realize it. They they know what's going on. They get it. They yeah. get it. They had, they knew they had to be taken out violently, violent death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Chad Kroger freaks out. He starts playing and he he picks up his mic and starts walking around. He says, "Are there any Nickelback fans in Portugal?" Blah 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 blah. And they throw, someone else throws some shit at him. He flips him off and walks off stage. It would have been funnier if he said that, and just literally everyone in the crowd goes dead silent. No one throws anything at him or anything. <laughs> Crickets. He just goes dead silent. Best idea I've heard all day. Yeah. <laughs> Are there Nickelback fans here? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, switching gears. Who wants to hear the girl from Ipanema? 
No one. <laughs> More crickets. Um, I'm, I'm there, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> I think the only way to make that song less enjoyable to me would be to have Nickelback covering it. It's <laughs> probably a pretty good point, actually. So I did, uh, I did all this show prep, and uh, I don't think we're going to get to it tonight. But we haven't even touched it. We haven't touched it not once, not once. I wrote up a Dang. bunch of questions, sort of uh, philosophical and sciencey questions, just some just some stuff to bounce off of, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, we didn't get to it at all. I also printed out a a, a uh, list of questions from StoryCorps. I'm sure you're familiar with StoryCorps. Yeah. StoryCorps to me is if I turn the radio on to NPR Friday mornings at about eight o'clock, I'll cry. That's story core to me. You know, I've never, I know what it is, and I think it's an amazing idea. It's a great idea. Never once have I heard any of it. It comes on, like I say, pretty pretty regularly, and, and you can also listen on their website, but every time, it, it's like, I'm in the car, I'm on my way to, it's just a normal day, and I hear this story, and I can't not get choked up. It's just like, you know, you know that thing that happens? No. Okay, well, yeah, you, I'm dead you wouldn't. Inside. Other people are going to understand this, yeah. I'm sure, with our, our audience base of actual human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, you just get that little catch. And you, and it's not like you're crying, but you get this little catch where you're like, <clears throat> you know, it's just like, oh, my God. So that is so, wow, the humanity of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I feel like I should just travel <clears throat> around with StoryCorps mm-hmm. and just be interviewed at every story core stop yeah because you know they, they they'll interview everybody yeah and i could just have <laughs> the uh, smithsonian hall of records or wherever it's stored just flooded that's a great idea. with interviews with me <laughs> and they're mm. like why do we have 120 of this person's interviews what is happening here <laughs> he won't stop complaining <laughs> <laughs> This is when he just talked about Reese's eggs yeah. for 45 minutes. Like over and over and over. It didn't even matter what the question was. Right. He was going to deconstruct mm-hmm. Reese's eggs that day. Which, they're fantastic, by the way. They are very good. So. And then, um, you know, after after story after the StoryCorps people are all dead yeah. and you're still alive, mm-hmm. you just go to the Library of Congress every day and look at your section yeah. and think, yeah. Or... You did good, pig. Or I go to... <laughs> to my section and just start trying to slip different tapes into it. Like I've got more interviews. I did these by myself. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Just lock them. And they're made out of rabbit hair and a shoelace (laughs) and mixed half open Tic Tacs. Yeah. Yeah. Weezy. Weezy recorded them for me. It's fine. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. We're tight. (laughs) You get that one sample of his cough Mm -hmm. and you just loop that. (laughs) That's your beat. <laughs> Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. 